Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of the World of Wellness Center podcast. Happy to be here as always. We are still settling in. If you are watching this and you see a cattail behind me, completely normal. <laughs> um, so today I wanted to talk about how to get your mind right. And you have heard this story before, but it's worth repeating because it has had such an impact on my life and it has changed the way that I operate for good permanently. But I'm going to teach you a couple of ways that have really enabled me to shift my mindset in order to have a more positive mindset and a more trusting mindset and a more let go of control and kind of go with the flow and be happier podcast tips. So you guys have heard this story before of there was a point in time during the pandemic where I woke up every single morning saying the F word and I let myself do it for a long time. But then I was kind of seeing my attitude throughout the day of like where everything just sucked. And I just felt like I had to just grind through it and get through it, which I did. But I was so sick and tired of my mindset being in the dumps and just being like the first thing that came out of my mouth was something negative. And then it just kind of carried on through the rest of my day. So in this episode, I'm going to teach you how you can shift the mindset. If you find yourself in a situation where you are saying those things every single morning, or you just don't even want to get out of bed. Um, There are three things that have really helped me elevate my mindset and get out of a funk. And without further ado, I'm going to teach them to you. So the first one is gratitude practice. That when I know that my mindset is going in the dumps, gratitude practice is where I go. And the key thing here with the gratitude practice is you have to do it consistently. And I'm not kidding you. I can't even tell you how many people I ask, what are three things you're grateful for? People have a hard time saying it and it feels awkward to say it because, and then it goes, for example, I'll ask, what are you grateful for? They'll be like, oh, well, I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for my computer and this, but they won't even say I'm grateful for each time. They'll just go you, my mom, my computer. But the practices actually saying I am grateful for, you can even say I'm thankful if that feels more authentic to you. But specifically saying I am grateful is going to form new neural pathways into the brain. It's not as much as to say like, okay, mom, computer, son, right? Like that has such a different vibe than I'm grateful for my mom, I'm grateful for my computer, I'm grateful for the son, because you're actually saying those things in there. And the more that we do this, the more those positive neural pathways are going to fire and the more we're going to see the world in a more positive, grateful mindset perspective. And there's been studies shown and there's a book called 10% Happier by Sean Aker. I highly recommend it. Um, In that book, he talks about that 90% of our happiness is internal. So we are control of 90% of our happiness. The other 10% is coming from external influences. Like maybe your grandmother's passing away or, you know, maybe something traumatic happened and that is going to affect the way that you feel, but you are in control of 90% of the way that you feel. 90%. So even if you do have that 10% is like, you can choose to see your challenges as things to overcome. And I love this. One of my coaches, Greg Drolet, he 
he is probably one of the most optimistic people I've ever met in my whole entire life. And he will tell you that he chooses to live life like that. And I just think that that is so powerful and more of us should and can do that. Um, and even when there's something like we have a sibling who's sick or we have a parent or child who's sick, let's look at those challenges as a learning opportunity or growing experiences. And maybe not necessarily look at it of like, oh man, this is wrong with that person. But like, oh, well, this is allowing me the opportunity. Look at the opportunity within the challenge. This is allowing me the opportunity to spend more quality time with this person. I have another person that I know her son got um, hit cancer and he loved the time that he spent traveling to and from the hospital with his mom, because that was quality time that they were having together. And, you know, when those special things that we take for granted of riding in the car with people or just saying hi to our neighbors, these are things that we take for granted, but can really, if we look at them with love and gratitude can make a huge impact on our lives. Um, <clears throat> the big thing here with the gratitude practices, one, consistency and discipline. And just with strength training, just with our exercise, just with nutrition, just with our mindset, having a gratitude practice is we need consistency, we need discipline, and we need to take action towards it. And it's not enough to just do it occasionally. It's got to go over and over and over again. And I'm telling you, I know this too, because having had that negative mindset, going back to a gratitude practice after not have done it for a while to see my mindset shift, it takes time. And I honestly would say that it's probably taken me at least four to five months for me to really kind of blossom and flower because my negative neural pathways were so ingrained in my brain that I needed to switch them. Now, the couple of things that you can do, um, I would also tell you that my yoga teacher does 108 of these. I've done it too. It's a lot, but it's fun. 108 things that you're grateful for off mala beans. Um, I've used beans. I've used my fingers. I've used a bracelet with beads on it before. Um, in, in saying I've done it before, I've literally gone back and forth with the gratitude practice. But this past time that I've started, it's probably been about five months that I've been doing it consistently. It's the best it's ever been. And it takes that time and I've even written it in a journal. I've written it for other people and my relationships weren't going well. I literally every single day to try to shift my mindset around my challenges, write a gratitude journal for that person every single day, 10 things. So the other thing that has really allowed me personally to elevate my mindset, which I know it will too, there's an app called I am, it is just fabulous. And I'll link it in the show notes, but this app will literally, I'm sure you can change the notifications. I just downloaded it and let the notifications <laughs> give to me, but this app on your phone will literally send you positive affirmations all throughout the day. And I also noticed that once I installed this app and started using it, by the way, I'm not affiliated. I don't even know how I found it, but it's seriously made such a difference I just picked up my phone and the one that is on here right now says, I am the architect of my life. I build its foundation and choose its contents. So it's just little affirmations like that. And I think, honestly, I think I'm getting like four times a day or like you could do it once an hour, but in a time where my mind was feeling very 
I was feeling very, I want to say, I don't want to say depressed, but I felt dark and I felt unhappy reading those and then being like, oh yeah, like I am the creator of my life and using that as a positive affirmation to shift my mindset game, absolute changer. Now you can do some of the same thing of positive affirmations with the meditation of like, what do you want to create in your life and really try to live what you want in your life in your body. So like we have to create that feeling and attract that feeling because we attract who we are. So if we're constantly attracting negative people or negative situations into our life, we need to look at our mindset and go, okay, so what am I thinking? What am I saying? How, what am I doing to attract that person or that situation into my life? What is mine's mindset like? So it's also being completely like vulnerable with ourselves and honest with ourselves um, that we might need to be making some shifts instead of blaming it on the 10%. Like I said earlier, 10% of our happiness is external and 90% is internal. So we have to really start with ourselves when we're looking at making any meaningful changes. So my question for you then becomes, is the pain of staying the same greater or less than the pain of changing. And once you just can't take the pain that you feel anymore, that's when it's really time to make a change. When you're just, I've had enough of feeling like this, that is when you know that is your key signal that, okay, it's time to do the hard work, time to do things that I'm uncomfortable with in order to change. And Honestly, life is all about getting out of our comfort zone. It's all about doing things that we're not comfortable with in order to grow into the best versions of ourselves, the versions of ourselves that we want to become. And that could be, you know, as simple as the mindset shift of consciously choosing to, I'm going to practice gratitude. I'm going to affirm the positive things about myself. I'm going to work on releasing these negative beliefs that I have or limiting beliefs that I have on myself and dig deep and find the root cause of these so that I can address it and do the steps to positively affirm myself, my mind in order to become the best version of myself. Attitude of gratitude. There's got to be another poem and there's something worth there. Attitude of gratitude. So again, my question for you is the pain of staying the same worse than the pain of growth or vice versa. So when, when the pain becomes unbearable, in ourselves. That's when we know that we got to do those uncomfortable things. And honestly, throughout my experience, 99.99999% of the time, the pain of doing something is more on the thought of doing it because once we do it, it's just done. And then it's like, Oh, that wasn't so bad, but we create these stories in our brain of why they're going to be so challenging or why they're going to be so difficult. It is not difficult to find 10 things that you're grateful for a team. If honestly, if you can't find 10 great things you're grateful for, let's talk. <laughs> I'll help. And I'll give you a couple examples right here, right now. And maybe you can close your eyes or not if you're driving, but maybe do it with me too. And I'll do things that'll be the same for everybody. So I am grateful that I woke up this morning. I am grateful that I have a computer right here that I'm working on. I am grateful for my phone 
that I talk to my friends and family and clients on. I am grateful for that I have access to email. I'm grateful that I have running water. I'm grateful that I have shelter. I'm grateful that I have shoes. I'm grateful for the floor under my feet. I wanted to say cat. (laughs) You have a cat or dog. I'm grateful for my cat or dog. And if you have a cat or dog that passed away, I'm grateful that I had a lot of time spent with that person. I'm grateful that I'm breathing. And I'm grateful that the sun came up this morning. These are all very blanketed things that we can be grateful for. It could be our bed. It could be our mom. It could just be, it could be something as simple as I'm grateful for the interaction that I had with my neighbor yesterday. And just looking at all these tiny little things in our life that we can be grateful for will literally shift and change your mindset in a positive way. So one gratitude, 90% of it comes from our mind, discipline, action, consistency with that gratitude practice or positive affirmations, the I am app of positive affirmations, game changer. And then the last thing that I wanted to add was that every night before I go to sleep, I say the thankful for, I, I pray basically. And, and I'm not religious by any means. I'm more of a spiritual person and energetic person, but I will kind of do a little bit of breathing, deep breathing and try to connect to the universal energy and just say, thank you for another day. And I don't ever like to ask for anything or like help me with this. It's just like, thank you. Like I am here and I'm alive and I'm grateful that I was able to experience another day. And so whatever that means to you, whether like you pray to God, whether you don't, but just literally just acknowledging that you got to live another day, just, it also relaxes you, especially if I have a hard time falling asleep. I just go, thank you for giving me another day. Like it just, it just feels so good. You would like help with this. There's the magic morning routine that the world of wellness has, which it's a 15 minute video. It's a magic morning routine where we start with a little bit of movement. We do a gratitude practice and a little bit of breathing exercises to get your mind right for the day. And honestly, being disciplined in the morning, doing, having a little bit of rituals that they do. Rituals are everything. Honestly, rituals are everything. But if you're kind of finding that you wake up and kind of like fluts around in the morning and need some structure, grab this more magic morning routine. I think it will greatly help you. And this, a lot of the their energizing exercises in there. So they're mostly Tai Chi moves and they're designed to be very light, that anybody can do them, but also vitalize your body and your energy system. So grab that. It's in the show notes. I'll link it right here. It's worldofwellness.center slash magic. If you are ready to elevate your health and wellness to the next level, practice gratitude team. A gratitude attitude is what's going to make the world shift and shake and shimmer. So thank you for tuning in. If you like this episode, please like, share, subscribe, and we'll see you next week where we will get fit, feel good, have fun on a whole nother level. So have a good day team.